This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning. Welcome. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you'd like to get involved in the broadcast uh, during the course of the day. Uh, Things continue to be, I don't know, on the edge of catastrophe, I guess. Although Russia pulled back some troops Mm. from, uh, from the border with ukraine and uh apparently now vladimir putin's a peacemaker oh okay all righty so that'll be that'll be great uh to are, see are that unfold sure that? Mm, what are, are we sure that they pulled back i don't know uh, that's what they're saying well that's not what that's not what i've heard the latest update from the white house that uh <clears throat> they think that that's not accurate oh really that they're actually moving troops now toward the border so huh i don't know but uh, still, the headline on Drudge really de-escalation. Russia pulls troops. Oh, that Moscow ready for ta- ready for talks. I think Putin s- plays peacemaker. Sleeping in over there at the old Drudge. Yeah, maybe, mm. maybe. You know, there's speculation because it's changed changed so dramatically that Drudge sold it a long time ago, uh, clandestinely, and he claims that's untrue. Mm. Uh, so I think his political bent just changed. I don't know how or why, but it's pretty weird. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a metamorphosis like that before. No, it's crazy. Were, were you not uh, put at ease yesterday with the president's <laughs> speech, though? I mean, oh, you're feeling good, right? Are you kidding me? He's a leader. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he spoke about uh, Russia and Ukraine and what's going on. Said it looks like conflict is about to happen. Said Russian troops have not been pulled from the border. Told Americans tough times are ahead because of this crisis. Uh, here's... Some of what he had to say. Oh, yes, this is the end of it. Watch this leadership in action. Where it is at risk today mm. will surely pay a steeper price tomorrow. Okay. Thank you. All right. Keep you informed. Will you? Will you? Thank you. Look at this leader. Oh, Look at this leader. Look Off at him. He goes. Have <laughs> right out the door. Well, he's doing what he's told. You know, he wasn't doing that before, and they were pissed off at him, and he was always saying, they they get upset with me when I I do things, when I answer questions. So now he's not doing it? They get upset when I uh, actually play president Yeah, instead of just read the lines. Yeah. So off he went at the end of that uh, speech. So no no question-answer section. Hard times are coming, America, and that's what he said. I mean, why? Why? Honestly, like, why are we? I know, making this a, a thing here. Um, well, because he knows that he screwed things up, and this is a good thing to, to mm. pin it on. This is the excuse he'll use. Well, you know, you got the Russian-Ukraine conflict, and that just messed everything up. Really, it was messed up pretty badly before that. Um, oil, 
looks like it's headed toward $100 per barrel, placing additional pressure on inflation. Oh, good. And the climate agenda that uh, the president has. Crude oil prices on the Brent and West Texas Intermediate benchmarks. How many times have we talked about the Brent and West Texas Intermediate benchmarks? Well, uh, you're, you're into the sweet uh, oil. Yeah. Uh, well, I love the sweet oil, the Texas sweet. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It's like, delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, uh, they have on multiple de- trading days surpassed price levels not seen since the summer, of fall, summer and fall of 2014. Brent is now flirting with $97 per barrel. And W two West Texas West Texas Intermediate uh, opened <laughs> just short of ninety four dollars. Yeah, that's also we haven't seen levels like that since September two thousand fourteen. Elevated, okay, elevated global demand, as well as the volatile situation involving Ukraine. Get out of here! And number two crude exporter Russia are leading market watchers to uh, assess the world to be one of the big production. One big production out uh, outage away from a price super spike. A price super spike. Already we're paying dang close to for the kind of gas I have to get. Mm-hmm. It's almost four four bucks a gallon here. I've told you how to save money, right? You just need to retrofit your vehicle, get a smaller tank, and then you're not spending as much at the pump. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't done that quite yet. Yeah, so. you need to get on that. Yeah. I mean, you'll be visiting the gas station more often, but mm-hmm. look, at least mm-hmm. it won't be a, mm-hmm. a shock. You know, are you seeing the... I, I love it. These are everywhere in Texas when you get gas. These Biden, that's all me. I did that, stickers. Everywhere. Love I it. think it's hysterical. Put them on a gas tank everywhere you do. Put, a, put it on an empty store shelf. So great. Yeah, because he did that too. He sure did. He's good. He's good. But yeah, so we got a super spike coming. Super spike. Be nice if we had our own uh, supplies here, like we. Uh, yeah, like if we, to. I don't know, we're oil independent, didn't have to worry about what Russia's doing. We didn't have to worry about what Saudi Arabia is doing. We had our own, to the extent that we were an exporter again. Not now. Now he's begging and pleading with the Saudis to please increase production. Please. Won't you pretty please with sugar on it, increase production? Yeah, that's why I say, why does Ukraine have to be such a hardship for America? Um, You could take care of yourself, and then you don't have to worry about uh, all the geopolitical pin drops around the world. Yeah, but we do. And so here we are. And also we have this story. The boost in gas production to avoid European-style energy crisis. Uh, You better boost it now, according to the oil industry. The United States can insulate itself from energy crises like Europe currently faces in the coming years if it encourages more natural gas production rather than hurts it through overregulation, which is what they're doing now. And any time the oil industry speaks up, though, they're just they're greedy bastards who are trying to kill the planet. <laughs> High natural gas prices are driving a cost of living crisis for many European countries. Uh, where a number of governments have passed tax cuts in response and are scrambling to find other ways to ease the burden on consumers. And they're thinking about dropping the gas tax here, too, which is, I don't know, the federal tax, I think, is 18 cents. Woo! Well, that'll change our lives. And then they'll say, well, we got to make up for that. you got to pass Build Back Better and the infrastructure bill. Mm-hmm. Cost of gas in the U.S. has also risen over the last year, bringing up aggregate energy costs, but with it, 
Um, the overall, the overall cost remained lower than in Europe. I mean, well, yeah, it's always been that way. In Europe, you're going to pay. I mean, even during good times, you're going to pay six or seven dollars a gallon. So comparing our situation to Europe with the gas prices, it's like apples to oranges because they don't they don't have cars over there. You know, not like we do. I mean, they do have them. They just don't use them as much. It's just one of the reasons we left that stupid continent in the first place. Mm-hmm. We knew they weren't going to have cars driving around, have their freedom, individual freedom. We knew it. Yeah, there's the religious thing too, but really it was it was the coming gas prices, I think, that, that drove the pilgrims initially. Uh, so anyway, we've got these wonderful... Wonderful gas hikes and uh, price increases on the way. Yeah, the uh, American Misery Index <clears throat> is uh, almost to its highest levels. Oh. Hi- highest levels was back in 2009, hmm. but um, we're right on that threshold. So good times, right? Good times. There are some signs of hope. I like this story. Uh, San Francisco just voted out three school board members. Mm-hmm. These were school board members who would not do what the parents wanted them to do. And so they uh, had a recall election and voted them out of office. So great. They ousted three members of the Board of Education, closing a bitter chapter in the city's politics, rife with infighting, accusations of racism, and a flurry of lawsuits. More than 70% of voters supported the recall of each member when initial results were released just before nine. One of the board members conceded defeat. Those votes made up about one quarter of registered voters in the city. And uh, turnout was not expected to be considerably higher. So it looks like uh, it's all done for these three. The vote stripped the members, Allison Collins, Gabriel, Gabriela Lopez, and Faoga Maliga, of their positions on the seven-person board. Uh, Lopez was president of the board. They'll be mm. replaced by members chosen by Mayor London Breed, which doesn't uh, <laughs> it doesn't give me confidence that no? it's going to get any better No, you for don't them. think that that's, that's all <laughs> no. solved and we're all done here? No, that seems like there'll be another recall uh, <laughs> very shortly. Yeah, these um, particular <clears throat> board members, I guess, were more concerned with renaming schools during the pandemic, right? Uh, that really pissed parents off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the parents wanted them to get the schools reopened. And here they are, worried about, we've got to rename all 40 schools in the district. What? Really? That's your priority? And it was for a while. Uh, So, it's interesting to see, though, the parents taking charge all over the country. From Virginia to California, parents are starting to realize, okay, we don't like what's going on in our school district and uh we're going to do something about it because that's what it takes and and if we have right thinking americans willing to do this we we can save our nation and it just shows you too how you should act locally think globally um and they are acting locally and it's going to make a difference that might be the most important thing you can do is to take control Get some sanity into your school board again. They did it here in South Lake. They're doing it in San Francisco. They're doing it in Loudoun County, Virginia. It's happening all over the place. So, yeah, there are some green shoots. There are some things that you can point to and say, well, yeah, you know, maybe in a year things will be better. 
Yeah, and and of those board members, like they wanted to rename Alamo Elementary School because they figured, oh, it's named for that Texas battle, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you shouldn't rename it. Uh, Instead, it that. was named after the car rental agency. Uh, no, actually, a no? tree. Oh, okay, but close, a tree. A close, tree. right? Uh, <laughs> they they wanted to rename uh, <clears throat> President Abraham Lincoln um, School. Yeah, because what a bastard! <laughs> then what that guy ever do for him? Uh huh. You know. <laughs> Emancipation proclamations. These people were out of control. Yeah. Oh, they're they're the worst. They're the worst. And I remember when that was a, a thing. What was that? A year, year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And they were all up in arms over all the racist names of the schools, and they're going to rename all of them. <laughs> just ridiculous. Meanwhile, just north of us, uh, Justin Trudeau is you know with these. Powers that he has invoked, these emergency powers, which allow you to do virtually anything, both in the United States and Canada. And so he said that the measures he takes will be time limited and reasonable and appropriate. Yeah. But you know they won't be. Yeah. He had to go, they won't be. go in front of Parliament yesterday. I don't know if you want to see that now, but it was. I uh, do want to see that. He does now. not have support. Parliament has to act on this stuff. And uh, he doesn't have support, it sounds like, in his own party. But listen to this fund that, that unfolded yesterday. Absolutely right. This is a time for responsible leadership, not crass partisanship. And you better get out. The situation requires additional tools not listen held by that. other federal, provincial, or territorial law. It's what responsible leadership requires. These measures must be and will be compliant with the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms. We will always defend the rights of Canadians to peaceful assembly and to freedom of expression. But these blockades need to end, and unfortunately, conservative politicians continue to encourage the leaders of these blockades. Well, leader of the opposition. Well, let's get down to the basics of what this is is really about. This is about the Prime Minister's ideological attachment to keeping COVID restrictions and mandates. 63% of Canadians want the restrictions and mandates to end. Conservatives presented a motion yesterday asking simply for a plan, but the Prime Minister is in denial and is ignoring the science. He might as well be back at the cottage because he's doing nothing productive or constructive to help this situation. Can the Prime Minister tell Canadians when he will end the divisive Outdated and unscientific mandate and restrictions. Yeah. When? Well, he got. Well, he got back up there and did he? Yeah, and and he. What did he say? He didn't offer a timetable. He just kept repeating his same didn't. crap. Man, he's a douchebag. Look, look. For it's all the faults of bag. the parliamentary system in these uh, countries, I think it's kind of fun having the leader up there getting heckled and stuff. I like it. Well, we like it in this particular case because we agree with the ones heckling him. Uh, but uh, we tried to show him how to do this, and that's not how it's done. <laughs> Have some respect. I mean, we'll, ex- we'll, we'll accept it for now. For now. Because uh, it suits our purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Something else that suits my purposes is having a built bar every day, at least one, uh, maybe two or three. Uh, but if you like to snack during the course of the day or you get really severe hunger pangs and you're nowhere near dinner time or lunch but you don't want to really mess up your you know your diet um built bar is perfect for you 180 calories or less many of them are much less and uh, 18 grams of uh protein so 
These are actually good for you. Only four to five grams of sugar and carbs. What do you have to lose when they taste absolutely delicious? And really, the bottom line is, if it doesn't taste good, you're not going to eat it. Right? You're going to turn to something else. That's why uh, Nick Greer at Bilt Bar knew that these had to be delicious. And so he worked a long time on making that happen. And these amazing flavors are, are just that. They're amazing. Uh, coconut, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, cookies and cream. So many more to choose from. And if you can't pick a flavor right off the bat, just get a mixed box where you get two of each of their nine regular flavors. And then they throw in some others from time to time. Right now, Built Bars. Go there. Check it out. If you go to built.com and use the promo code PAT15, you'll save 15% off your first order. It's promo code PAT15 for 15% off at built.com. Pat Gray. Uh, you know that thing where people sort of uh, speculate that Justin Trudeau, the <laughs> Prime Minister of Canada, no way, I know you're gonna do might be Fidel Castro's son. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, reared its lovely head once again. You know, I, look, you don't give much credence to that until you start seeing how he's acting, and then you're like, yeah. Now wait a minute, let's revisit this. When you're acting like a communist dictator, say it's hard not to at least entertain the possibility. <laughs> and apparently, you know, his wife—it's well known. Uh, or his, I mean, his mother. His mother was a swinger, and she went to swinger parties. At these parties was a man named uh, Fidel Castro. Oh wow, I didn't know all on this. On multiple occasions. I, I mean, it's very possible oh, it's true. Oh wow, it is possible it's true. Oh, he bears a strong resemblance. You know, you take off the beard and look at pictures of the two of them. They look somewhat similar. Oh my. <laughs> Okay, so now... He's acting like a communist dictator? <laughs> so, I don't know. Seems to... Dad would be proud. Right, 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 right. Yes, he would. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> wow, I didn't know yeah, that just, backstory there. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. Kinda? Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, there is some... You know, there's meat to it. To this conspiracy theory. So, uh, it's possible. Wow, what a sly way for Cuba to annex hmm. Canada. Right? Didn't see that coming, did you? No. Mm, nope. It was brilliant of them. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. Also, apparently, scientists are thinking bats uh, can be used to help vaccinate other bats. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. What could possibly go wrong here? <laughs> How a self-spreading vaccine could work in a bat population? <laughs> Weird. Bats directly injected. With a self-spreading vaccine, passively spread the lab-modified viral vaccine to other bats they encounter over time. Huh. Gradually building up population-wide immunity. And uh, the example that they posted here, uh, bats are used, but any mammal species that lives in groups could theoretically uh, be targeted to rapidly vaccinate whole populations. This is dumb. So you vaccinate a bat, and then I guess it, I don't know, it uh, it gets together I don't with know. another bat, and that spreads the vaccine. I, I don't know how that. Or does is it have to bite another bat? How does it? That's really weird. It's really weird. And you know what? Could we just, as a general rule, just stop 
doing anything. Messing with nature. With bats in the lab. Yeah. Doesn't seem to work out well. Oh, gosh. Just, no. Someone sent us uh, this sign outside a restaurant in San Francisco. Vax required for indoor seating. Booster shot required for bar seating. Thank you. No. (laughs) No. Wow. I would never go there. Nope. Walking right past Mm -hmm. uh, that particular establishment. When will it end? It depends on what part of the country you're in, right? I talked to a a guy who used to work here, and uh, he lives in New York City now. Uh And I just talked to him yesterday on the phone, and he was saying all this stuff, and I'm like... Bro, you shouldn't. Why should you left Texas, man? What are you thinking? Because it's. Is he vaccinated? It probably. Mm. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't ask that question. But um, I mean, it's like it's like talking to somebody on the other side of the Berlin Wall when you talk to someone in L.A. or New York. Yeah, it's a whole different world than the rest of the country's living right now. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Uh, but you remember the uh, travels of Novak. Uh, Djokovic, who is the number one tennis player in the world, and he went to Australia thinking he was going to play in the Australian Open. Uh, so instead, nope, we quarantined. They quarantined him, and uh, and then they deported him. He fought it for a while, but he didn't win, and so he couldn't play in the tournament. So now there's apparently another one that he has to he has to not attend and play in because they require the vaccine. And so now he's talking, he's speaking exclusively to the BBC. He said he should not be associated with the anti-vax movement, but supported an individual's right to choose. Thank you. Sorry, that's unacceptable to <laughs> Wait, people like the BBC. Oh, okay. Yeah, they don't care. What? Individual? I, I, it's like the president just said, I get a kick. I get a kick out of these people who talk about individual rights and freedom. <laughs> They think this is America, uh, the United States of America. Djokovic was asked if he would sacrifice taking part in competitions like Wimbledon and the French Open over his stance on the vaccine. Yes, that's the price I'm willing to pay. Wow. I mean, this is his livelihood. Mm -hmm. This is what the guy makes millions and millions of dollars doing. And he's willing to sit all these tournaments out? Wow. God bless him. I mean, some people have principles. Some people yeah. um, cave. And uh, you got the guy who's on a waiting list who says, I'd rather die than take the shot. I'm like him. You know, he's on a waiting list for a kidney or something. Um, Jeez. Some people just... That's interesting. You're not going to move us. Huh. Yeah. I And I, I find that fascinating, too, because I'm hesitant. I've always said, you know, I was planning at one point to get it. But their insistence that I get it made me even more resistant to it. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be told I have to. And don't accept this anti-vax. Don't let them get away with that. Um, I, I've gotten all sorts of shots in me. Uh, the, the tetanus shot. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably had polo, polio shot of some sort or I, I the vaccine anyway. Yeah. I had it in a sugar cube. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, and I'm talking about as an adult, I've made this decision to get certain shots. Yeah, I don't. I don't just uniformly say I'm not going to get a vaccine just because it's got the word vaccine in it. I'm not getting this vaccine. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very reasonable to have this position, uh, even if this is his livelihood. God bless him. I love it. 
He's a 20-time Grand Slam winner. Uh, deported from Australia last month. Uh, he's the world's number. He's still number one in the world. <laughs> so he's hanging on to that ranking without even playing, huh? Yeah. This is this is the guy. I mean, he's not like washed up and his career's over anyway. He's at the peak of his career and he's taking the stand. Really amazing. Really something. So uh we'll see if he winds up playing at Wimbledon. I, I don't know if Wimbledon has already issued a, a, a mandate that you be vaccinated. Have they? Probably well, says well, somewhere you know, in the article, but you know, Britain um Oh, they their, dropped all restrictions. So I don't, I don't know if that That's right. would apply here because I suppose a company could still, you know, or a private entity could still, the Wimbledon Club. He said he hoped vaccination requirements in certain tournaments would change. Added that he was hoping he can play for many more years. But he also confirmed he's willing to forego the chance to become statistically <laughs> the greatest male tennis player of all time because he feels so strongly about it. His rival, Rafael Nadal, has won 21 Grand Slam singles, the most of any male competitor. Asked why, he replied, because the principles of decision-making, the principles of decision-making on my body are more important than any title or anything else. That's the truth. Which is something they should, on the left, absolutely understand. They supposedly believe that. About a woman's right to choose, right? Isn't that what we're told all the time by them? By all the pro-abortion, pro-death people? A woman's right to choose what she wants to do with her body is between her and, uh, well, just her. Okay? Because we don't believe in God. So it's it's only between her and her. Well, that's if she wants to go by her. At that particular point in time. you got to also clarify that. Thank you for that addendum. I mean, that was unintended hatred Uh, spewed by you. But you're right. It was unintended. But it was hatred nonetheless. One free pass, sir. Uh, By the way, um, in January, the French sports ministry said there would be no exemption from a new vaccine pass law. So 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 he's not going to be able to play in the French Open. As of now. And Wimbledon has yet to set safety requirements and entry requirements. Interesting. Now, see what the government does, dropping restrictions, and what a private business or private event does is their business. You know, they, they so Wimbledon could require a vaccine. So who knows? Maybe he won't play tennis anymore. Mm. Jeez, that's amazing. The French Open will begin in May. <sighs> and Wimbledon's in what? June, late June, July, something like that? Yep, exactly. Late June, July. Mm. He said he was keeping his mind open about the possibility of being vaccinated. What? After all this, he's keeping them. <laughs> what? Like, I mean, that that's his prerogative, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, that's like me. So it is a stance like me. Uh, because we're all trying to find, collectively, a best possible solution to end COVID. I was never against vaccination. I understand that globally, everyone is trying to put a big effort into handling this virus and seeing, hopefully, an end to it soon. Mm. Right. I mean, that's a reasonable stance, I think. Especially since it's my stance as well. It's obviously <laughs> quite reasonable and logical. Uh-huh. Am I right? Or am I right? Of course I'm right. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see, though, if uh, Novak Djokovic ever plays another tennis match. It's really something. Uh, you know, and there's people like uh, Kyrie Irving in the NBA who are taking an equally strong stance. I mean, the guy was told, okay, uh, you're just going to have to sit out the season. Uh <laughs> With our home games. 
And he did. So dumb. So it cut his cut his salary in half from thirty four to seventeen million. I don't know how he's going to make any ends meet this year. It's tough times. You, you going to pay the light bill? You got to figure out how to make it. Right. Times are tough. <laughs> times are difficult when you're only making seventeen million dollars a year. I, what's he doing? Is somebody helping him? <laughs> is th- is there a give send go right. fundraiser that we can? If, scare up if for not, him? there needs to be. Yeah. There needs to be. You see, L.A. County Sheriff's Department, uh, if they decide on March 15th to go through with the VAX mandate there, they're going to lose 4,000 uh, sheriff's deputies there. That's... Uh, 4,000. Oof. Yeah. But, that uh, seems like a big number. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to decide hmm. on okay. March 15th. Yeah. Uh, but, and even so... 81% of the county's employees right. are vaccinated already. Mm-hmm. Leave the rest of them alone. You might notice that this whole thing is starting to wane. Uh, we're on the downside of it. Even some experts are saying that. Who yeah. was it that said it's basically over now? Uh, I was a doctor or somebody. Right? Oh, was your doctor, your daughter's doctor or somebody? You said on the air. Um, yeah, I... M- did you say somebody else said My that? daughter's doctor said it was over, but yeah. there was somebody else oh, wow. in a prominent position that said, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely on the downside. Yeah, even the mask mandates are going away. We got this University of uh, Nevada, uh, Reno, right? Uh, we got the students there marching, and uh, and they're upset, Pat, because they dropped the mask mandates for the state. Oh, Watch this. They, they this want- is so ridiculous. Reinstate the mask mandate. Just, just wear a mask, you right, morons. Right. Govern me harder, Daddy. That is, just wear the mask if you want the mask. It's that simple. No, it's not because they want everybody mm-hmm. else to wear the mask as well. They want to force everybody, force their will on everybody around them. No, thank you. I hate it. These doesn't make any sense. These are future leaders, the college students of today. Oh, yeah, it's frightening. (laughs) More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Also, we're going to chew the fat with Jeffy next. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, Carl Smith went to the grocery store the other day and boy it looks like the grocery store needs to go to the grocery store <laughs> uh, they were backed up at the kroger warehouse in my neighborhood man they were two and three to a mule, mule. into that place yeah, they were two Always. and three to a mule well, they were actually uh, there's another what phrase that, that i normally use well two uh, and three to a mule is like when they people you know the whole I know, but the whole family goes shopping. But where did it start? Two and three to a uh-huh. mule. The uh-huh. whole family goes shopping. Uh-huh. They go into town. The whole family goes into town. I see. Riding the same, the only mm-hmm. mule that they have. Right. Oh, okay. Got oh, it. so there's three sense. people on a mule. Two and three to a mule. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. How many times have you seen people riding <laughs> mules lately? <laughs> Not I mean. lately. How, no. How lately, far outside no. of town do you uh, live? Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, there were two and three to a mule. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa. You're welcome. Thank no you. problem. <laughs> great, 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 Grandpa. Great, great, yeah. <laughs> Tobin from Pope Campaign tweets, Justin Trudeau went to Parliament and experienced a real-life version of Mayor Wu's Instagram Live debacle. <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Free Range Prisoner. So scientists are working in a self-spreading vaccine, working on, it should say, a self-spreading vaccine for bats. That is... In theory, could work on any mammal. Correct me if I'm wrong, That's, but how did we aren't miss humans that? mammals? Yes. yes. 
How did I miss that? And it's a pretty, pretty good point. Great. Yeah, it's in the graphic right there. Look at that. I mean, yeah, that's pretty pretty good point. Now I think we see what's happening here. Huh? We're we're making sure that uh, even if you don't want to be vaccinated, they're figuring out how to get you vaccinated. Yeah, just sleep with a vaccinated person, I guess. All right. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Proud Mr. Graybeard tweets, uh, maybe they're trying to vaccinate bats so that science can say, look, we found this virus in bats. <laughs> like a kid trying to cover his crime. Yeah, no kidding. I just don't trust a large part of science any longer. Yeah, yeah that's the problem. It's hard to believe anything they say anymore because mm-hmm. they're such lion sacks of crap. 888 And now... It is that time of the week again. When we welcome Jeff Fisher in to chew the fat. Thank you. Breaking news. Just wait, just you know what? Stop. You're always jumping the gun, man. Let mm-hmm. the intro play out. So important. <laughs> What's that? You're mumbling. I'm sorry. What's that? It does get better. I apologize. It does. <laughs> it does? Okay, that, that was clearly not accurate. Anyway, what's the breaking news, man? Uh, you're jumping. Now you're oh, jumping the gun. I, I couldn't wait. There, now, now, what's the breaking news? I don't want to tell you now. <laughs> uh, just in Disney World is uh, going to make masks optional wow really for oh, fully no. vaccinated yes. oh, oh, for fully get va- out of my face how do they know if you're fully I, vaccinated i mean they'll know how they know okay they know they'll arrest you mm-hmm. now you, you'd think that perhaps we could have the cheer for masks at disney oh like they're doing in mm. where are they in vegas reinstate the, the mask, mask mandate Right. That's what's going to be happening. The mask mandate. Listen to the mask mandate. The mask mandate. That's what's going to be happening outside of Disney. Uh, as of today uh-huh. yeah we mentioned did we have the do we have the uh picture you know you were mentioning also the uh Justin Trudeau mm-hmm. uh bloodline mm-hmm. and uh <laughs> there's a side by sides that could prove uh, pretty close man <laughs> look at there's that, that. I mean, i'm not 23 and me but i can tell you that uh <laughs> look at without the beard i know the side by side without the beard Oh. Father and son. I. <laughs> They're father and son. Sure looks that way. Look man. at that. Look at that. <laughs> oh. Are you serious? That's <sighs> that's his dad. Pierre Trudeau was uh, no relation. So so wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Do we need to we rethink make the case? Yeah. Genetics here. Does communists run through bloodlines? Like through the blood? Hmm. I don't know. Well, communist yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, has he ever really hung out with him? He hasn't been taught by him, right? It's in the blood. <gasps> we mentioned on Friday during more on trivia that uh, Mattress Mac, uh, owner of a uh, gallery furniture in Houston, Texas, made a nine and a half million dollar oh, bet yeah. oh, on, on the, the Bengals, Cincinnati right? Bengals. Oh, that's so right. He's out. 
nine and a half million down the drain. Of course, now he hedges his bets, right? Because he says uh, he makes the deals for customers, right? If they, if you buy a three thousand dollar mattress or three thousand dollar sofas or love seats, if Cincinnati wins, he gives you your money back, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. so he doesn't have to. Right, right. He doesn't have to give anybody so their money back. You know, he said he was hoping to sell you know twenty million dollars worth of furniture. That's a lot I in just, such a short amount of time. I know, I know. I mean, I knew he dominated that market, but that's incredible. I know. I mean, there's what there was when I lived there. There was two. There were two mattress yeah, mac- got locations. Three or four now, right? Maybe I. I don't know, but there. I mean, it's not like he's got them everywhere. <laughs> It's just that the locations he does have are so dominant that right. he does this well. I mean, he he wow. He won the fifteen million in two thousand seventeen. Oh, with the when the Astros beat the Dodgers was that the cheating year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then he lost. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, I mean the alleged cheating year. I mean, look, then, everybody's got to bang proven. on a garbage can every now and then. He's and then he do lost it. the two thousand nineteen World Series, seventeen million. Oof. He said that one hurt. He said that stung a bit. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> That's the quote. Is it nationals? I think. <laughs> His quote was, you win some, you lose some, sometimes you get rained out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. But only nine and a half mil for the Super Bowl. Someone's got a possible problem brewing, I think. Uh, I don't know. Like a gambling problem? I mean, I would never I mean, say it's, that because I can't throw stones. It's a good sales mm-hmm. technique, really. I mean, if you come in and buy your stuff... If he wins his bet, you get your money back. No, that is a good, uh, yeah, it's a good way to justify it, right? (laughs) Yeah, I love it. We know uh, now why uh, Putin and uh, Macron uh, sat at that thirteen-foot table last week. You remember they were uh, they Mm. met and were talking about Ukraine at the table, and uh, he uh, said he didn't want to take the Russian COVID nineteen test. Putin wanted him to take the uh, COVID nineteen test, oh. and he was like, "No, you're not gonna. I, we, you're not gonna get my DNA." So he took the test before he left. Before he left, and then he took a test once he landed uh, to talk to Putin from his people. And the Russians said Putin needs to be kept in a strict health bubble, so uh, that's why they sat at the table. And uh, I mean, it's just interesting, and it gives me a reason <laughs> to see them meeting on the teeter totter again. Oh yeah, let's see the action from the from the meeting there. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you get that's diplomacy that, done? That's though? that strict like health that. bubble right there. <laughs> and I don't blame Macron one second not mm. getting tested. No, it's in. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams of New York City. Oh, he's good. Vi- Right? I took the words right out of right? my mouth. Right, he's good. Vowed to ban offensive music. Oh, God. You know, whatever he finds offensive. And I had no idea what drill rapping was, but I called my son, and he sent me some videos. Oh. And it is alarming. And we are going to pull together the social media companies and sit down with them and state that you have a civic and corporate responsibility. I mean, we pulled Trump off Twitter because of what he was spewing. Yet we are allowing Mm. uh, uh, music, displaying of guns, Mm. violence. We're allowing it to stay. Uh, on mm. these sites mm. uh, because mm. look at the victims. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. We're bringing them mm. in. We're going to show exactly what is being uh, displayed. And we are alarmed by it. Uh, we are alarmed by the alarmed use by of it. social media. Does he have a mouse in his pocket? He does. Really he does. overproliferate this violence in our community. I know he's meeting with the governor and Al Sharpton oh, and wow. the NAACP president, Hazel Dukes. Hopefully. Uh, all on drill rapping? All on drill rapping. Yes, okay. ba- the banning of drill rapping. He said he's going to bring the rappers in and talk to them. I hope they tell him to go drill it. Is what uh, I hope they say. Now he talks said about talking to his son. The son works for Jay Z uh-huh. at Rock Nation. Oh, so huh. now I don't if know this if there's is a, a conservative whole lot of banning going on there, if a conservative <laughs> is, is trying to quell free speech and music and art, I mean, I know the I gates know. of hell are going to open up. I know. I know he cares about stopping. Uh, I guess. I guess. I believe he cares about stopping violence in the streets. I mean, that's what he ran and won on. But uh, banning. How about no? Hmm. But what is drill rapping? Okay. Well, it's funny that you ask, Pat, because according uh-huh. to the all-knowing, all-seeing Wikipedia, uh, drill is a style of trap music defined by its dark, violent, and nihilistic lyrical content and ominous trap-influenced beats. Drill progressed into the American mainstream in mid-2012 following the success of Chief Keef, uh, Lil oh, Durk, Lil oh, Reese, Lil Durk, Fredo Santana. I didn't realize Lil Durk was yeah, drill. Rapping, I know, but you know, young, being the huge young fan, Chop, I am. G young Herbo, Chop. Uh, Lil mm-hmm. Bibby, and King Louie. Oh wow! Now it's been noted this all started, you know, because of <laughs> crime in Chicago, right? Plenty of drill rap around the world now, though. So I guess the mayor is going to ban mm. all of it. Mm. I don't know, mm-hmm. but uh, drill, of course, is street slang for uh, retaliate, fight. It can be used for anything: females getting dialed up or going out to war. Dro Dro City rapper Pac-Man is considered the originator <laughs> yeah. of the genre. Thank you. Uh, he there he is because Dro City never gets enough credit. Uh, gang defined territory in the city blocks though of the Woodlawn. <laughs> Pac-Man, what's up? Uh, the example here, if you'd like to hear a little drill music from King Louie, uh, <laughs> worldstarhiphop.com, titled Made Drill. Uh, uh. Yeah, I nailed it. I nailed it. Uh, uh. Uh, uh. Turn me down just a little bit, right? Turn me down just a little bit, baby. Pop off, pop off, pop off, pop off. Pop off. Yeah. Uh, pop off. Pop off. Pop off. Pop off. Pop off. Pop out. This is Pac-Man, right? No, this is King Louie. Oh, King Louie, sorry. Talking about. Don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> Too late. Now, I realize... Weird. I realize... He's worth five million dollars. The rest of that video... The rest of that video is plenty of, uh, you know, body language, drugs, and other colorful pop language. But, you know, he's no little Dirk. No, he's no little Dirk. Right? No, <laughs> but banning? Uh, no, that, I'm sorry. That kind no. of art right there is valued in our society. You don't see that kind of talent come along every day, and thus that individual you just saw. I mean, uh, worth five million dollars. I know. Pop, mm. pop, pop. Turn me down just a little, Corby. Top pop. Nailed that was it. really good. Thank you. <laughs> really good. Where's my Where's my check? Really, really, really oh, good. No. Where's my check? Not little Dirk though. Yeah. No. I mean, what is? But what is? Let me tell you about Omega XL. (laughs) 
if any of this is giving you a pain somewhere, <laughs> uh, it'll go away soon. But if you have pain brought on by inflammation, that's not just going to magically go away. You need Omega XL. Omega XL is great because uh, it restores some of the uh, the SPMs that we lose over time. And SPMs are things that rejuvenate your joints. And so when you have pain in your in your joints, you have the inflammation, there can be damage done there, and then you experience that pain. Omega XL can restore your SPMs, rejuvenate your joints and your muscles so that you can move like when you were young and you are not experiencing that continual pain. Can really, It can really bring you down. Change your life with Omega XL. Omega XL. Go to OmegaXL.com slash Pat. When you buy your first bottle, they're going to throw in a second one for free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat or 800-844-4888. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. When you feel the uh, urge come over you today, uh, that's when you need to subscribe to my daily podcast, Chewing the Fat. Available wherever you listen to your internet entertainment, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. We see the price of many things going up these days. Uh, Get ready to pay more for your homeowners or renter's insurance, or maybe you're going to end up having a special VR rate because virtual reality has some issues in the dwellings. Uh Uh, We got a man, you know, uppercut on a ceiling fan, women slamming into furniture, guys smashing through lighting fixtures. The trend of crashing into furniture uh, while in the metaverse. 31% 31% jump in oh, home no. contents claims oh, no. involving VR headsets <laughs> last year. And one insurer, Aviva, said since 2016, 68% jump in uh, VR. I've been wanting to get to this uh, Bridget Fonda story. You know her, you love her, uh, Bridget Fonda. She turned 58 years, uh, 58 years old. Um, one of the last times... Fonda was seen in public before a couple of weeks ago was at the Inglorious Bastards premiere with her husband, Danny Elfman, back in 2009. Here's them now. This is what she looked hmm. like. Uh, I didn't you know, realize Danny bad. Elfman and Bridget Fonda, Fonda were married. Yeah, they've been married for a long time now. Huh. Um, and uh, Love me some Danny Elfman. Now. That's well, awesome. He's awesome. Now, uh, uh, they claim that uh, this is her now. And yeah. uh, I have a hard time believing it. Let's that see. This it. is her. Oh. Uh, as- <laughs> oh, no, honey, no. no I know, no. but holy cow, right? Oh, God. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that she was, you know, in a car crash in 03, and she hurt her back, and then she had her baby, and you she would had never, some other you would problems. Not recognize her. I know. And I, mm. the latest picture, I mean, seriously, mm. holy cow. Not a chance. Anyway. <laughs> no, honey. No. All, right. All right. I just have a difficult time believing that that's her. And if you love Danny Elfman, I mean, wow. he uh, turned 69 in May. Yeah. Uh, this was him back in 2009 with Bridget. Uh, you know, Boingo Boingo. He scored The Symptoms. He's been in over. He's scored more than 100 he scored movies so many movies since, oh, since 1985. I mean, I mean other than uh, John Williams, he's probably I mean, the best in the business at that. Um, but uh, he's uh, all tatted up now. 
Is he? Uh, looking, uh, looking all tatted up. No, and, that's not uh, him. That's uh, well, right there. He's getting. He's shooting a video, so you see the, uh, you know, the CGI straps on him and stuff. But those tats are real, and he's wow. all tatted up. So maybe it is Bridget. You know what? I know that he's taking his daughter out to uh, events and not the wife. So maybe that is her. I don't mm, know. Maybe. Hmm. Wow. All right. Triple eight. <laughs> Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Returns. Got some tweets here uh, to start us off. Arkansas Pathead tweets, uh, King Louie will make it in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. And that's a true, yeah, that's it is. A true statement. Uh, bovine Scatology. Seems to be a lot of lulls and kings in the drill rap scene. Yeah. Sons of Thunder 42. Jeffy is more of a biggie than a lil. <laughs> <laughs> Biggie J. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kaboom tweets King Louis lyrics. Pure genius. Uh, 15 times. Pop off 172 <laughs> times. I've, I gave you the, uh, the very generic portion of that video. <laughs> okay. And there's plenty more yeah. colorful sure. throughout that entire <laughs> video. Sure. But again, I, I don't care. I mean, banning it? No. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. From Pastor Sam, there are probably Russian songs and legends about Putin riding shirtless on a bareback <laughs> moose and slaying bears with only his hands. But he needs a health bubble? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But protect him from uh, Prime Minister Macron. Or is it President? I think it's President I think Macron. It's president, yeah. Uh, anyway, they had to have a 30 foot table between them. That was just <laughs> silliness. Uh, all right. Somebody sent us this from the uh, from Keller, Texas. Mm, yeah, close a little by suburb him. in uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area that we're all pretty familiar with. Uh, city of Keller government. So normally we'd bring lost and found items inside the building, but uh, yeah, if you're missing your creepy Victorian murder doll. <laughs> We'll go with Vicky M for short. Look at that thing. She's up here visiting Keller Town Hall. Just chilling on the front bench. Just chilling on the front bench. Uh-huh. Uh, presumably cursing every visitor who walks past. <laughs> Vicky M arrived at about 9 p.m. last night, delivered by a gang of sprightly teenage girls. So normally we'd think nothing of it, but we've seen the craft and Annabelle and child's play. So... Yeah, we'll be calling for some backup from Keller Public Safety on this one. <laughs> oh, man. Look at that thing. Oh. That when is this, creepy. When this dropped the other night, I, I'm pretty sure my wife went over there and took a bunch of pictures of it. Oh, really? Yeah, she was all, look at this now. They've got it the government building. <laughs> I wonder who, really who, who gets to do that. Like, really who funny. gets to remove that? Not me. Freak. Yeah, I'm not touching that not thing. Not me. I oh, just wouldn't you. even touch I mean, that, I want to see the follow-up no, video from, from Keller. I'm good. Let that thing be there. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, well, if there's a series of murders that turn up somewhere in the vicinity, we know who's responsible Absolutely. now. Mm-hmm. It's Vicky M. Vicky M. Uh, all right. 888 You remember uh, uh, Cortana, uh, the Microsoft spyware that they, I don't know, they... 
surveilled everything that you wrote and did during the course of the day and then it would email you the next day about uh what you've done what you haven't done what you should be doing through microsoft outlook were you i was thankful you were you were were you for their daily updates were you now yeah oh man oh yeah but i i like that Uh, not as much for me really yeah not so much no so annoying then it changed to Viva, I right. guess, because yeah. everybody was probably canceling Unsubscribing Cortana. from Cortana emails. I don't want your stupid emails. <laughs> I don't want you spying on me. I don't want it's you to nuts. tell me what I should be doing and what I've done. Oh, bad. We're so trying now to assist Viva. you in your day. So I didn't realize you could unsubscribe. You can unsubscribe from this thing, and it'll these obnoxious, uh, okay. Okay, invasive uh, emails will stop coming. Oh, here's my daily briefing today. <laughs> Hi, Keith Malinak. It's a new day. Mm. Commitments and follow-ups. Oh yeah, I do need to get back with John. Thank you. Yeah. That's what I'm no, saying. So anyway, helpful. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit unsubscribe. I see it at the bottom here. Okay. And then Corby tells us that yeah, once enough people do that, then they'll just rename it and put you back on the new list, whatever they rename it. That's what uh, happened between Cortana and, and you realize, And you realize, and I don't, you know, I don't. I guess I'm gonna be the one to break it to you. Just because huh. you unsubscribe doesn't doesn't mean, mean they're, they're still watching it. Right. Wait That's true. I think that's true. Oh, I thought you were going to say emails keep coming because I guess no. LinkedIn probably bought Microsoft <laughs> and now they're the ones running the, the inbox. No, LinkedIn. You just don't get sent an email. Mm-hmm. They're still watching it because if you subscribe yeah. at some point, they've got to know, right? And I'm sure, I'm sure it's not confined to our place of business. I'm sure everybody that has an Outlook address through their workplace Absolutely. is getting these stupid emails. Well, they have to be, yeah. And they're getting watched. Isn't it fun? Uh, the answer is no. It isn't. It isn't fun. I I really hate it, and uh, I'll be un- unsubscribing from the mm. Viva situation. If if only it were that easy with everything, you know, with all the Google tracking and the tracking that every single one of these companies does. There there is nothing they don't know about us. Correct. Now. Nothing. And it's interesting that that they you know even when you delete your emails, they're not deleted. No. They're Wait. Not. What? Why is that the case? <laughs> Because you might need them, which again so is why you need, to be helpful. You need because they they may need to try to coerce you into doing something at some point in the future. I can't uh-huh. think of what that might be. Uh-huh. Vaccine, uh, but you know, hey, look, we have this email of yours. Uh, remember when you uh, mm-hmm. such and such? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of my little pet peeves being spied on by all these companies. Uh, one of my geods is uh, civil so, asset forfeiture, yeah. which. It continues. It sure does. Sheriffs teamed up with the feds to hold up an armored car company. And civil asset forfeiture makes it possible. Isn't that special? Highway robbery with badges. This is what uh, MP Real Logistics, a national armored car company, has been the victim of multiple times within the last year. Five times drivers with the company have been pulled over for flimsy reasons with officers seizing the cash they were transporting on behalf of customers... A total of three times. Is this the same company that had the problem in Kansas? Pretty sure, yeah. Yes, uh, I think it is. Okay. Forbes article. Uh, I think it is. In that, in that Kansas uh, story, they talked about how they had been pulled over uh, a couple of times prior to the civil asset forfeiture, mm-hmm. prior to them taking the money, just as a, they, they a, a figure that it was, you know, the police, there's an armored van. We mm-hmm. stop it. Uh, you know, your, your blinker didn't work right, mm-hmm. or it looks like your tires are low, and they like to get an idea of when you're traveling through the state, and then they pull them over, and we take your money. 
Incredible. I mean, it is. It's it's darn near criminal. Darn near. It's it is criminal. <laughs> it is criminal. It's highway robbery. Yeah, in the case of California, you know, it's 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 against California law. It's against the, United States law. Of course, law. it's against the Constitution too. I yeah. have no idea how they continue to get away with this. <laughs> no one has been arrested. <laughs> no one has been charged with a crime. But if law enforcement is successful in using civil forfeiture to take the money, they'll be able to spend it on themselves. The fact that the seizures defy state and federal laws is why highway robbery is the correct way to characterize what's going on. Absolutely. We need to stop calling it civil asset forfeiture because that sounds, oh, okay, well, yeah, they're just uh, forfeiting their civil assets because they're uh, criminals. They're they're bad people. They're bad guys. Yeah, these are bad guys. Started this summer in Kansas. Epi yeah, okay. Real Logistics in, uh, provides secure cash transit for state legal cannabis businesses. A driver was on their way to Kansas City, Missouri to pick up money from medical cannabis dispensaries when they were pulled over by a Kansas sheriff's deputy. The driver was not cited for anything and truthfully told the deputy about their business in Kansas City, which, by the way, is legal. Okay, so if it's legal, Leave them alone. If you don't want marijuana being transported, then make it illegal. You, you can't just show up and start taking things from people because you feel like it. We are a lawless nation. Re- this is really, it's so disturbing and so despicable and un-American. This is just not America. On the return trip the next day, a deputy pulled over the car and seized $165,000. Yeah, see, they gave him the test stop. Yeah. Mm. And then, hey, you know what? Tomorrow, let's take the let's take the cash, yep. which they did, hundred and sixty five thousand dollars. It's not like it's thirty bucks. The driver wasn't ticketed or arrested. But by the way, it'd be just as wrong. I if was, it was just 30 I bucks. was yep. just going yep. to say yep. I don't care if it was thirty. Yeah, bucks. no amount of money is okay to steal from people. The funds were handed over to the over to the federal government with the U.S. Attorney for Kansas filing a civil asset forfeiture action to take. All of it. Oh, you can file paperwork to get it back. Sure you can. Sure you can. And lickety split within the next five years, (laughs) maybe maybe six, you might get a portion (laughs) of it back, or you might not. You might not get a penny of it. Both have happened. Under the Federal Equitable Sharing Program, the Sheriff's Office could get up to 80% of the proceeds if the government wins. No, oh, look at that. Listen to that scam they got going. Oh, and, they, and they've also uh, you know, made it so that I mean, we've, I, we've talked about it before, how they claim that they're, uh, well, we're, just, we're sharing it now. We're not taking it all. We're mm-hmm. sharing it with the federal government. That's their way around uh, the local municipalities, their way around of saying, well, we, we're, not, we're, we're doing it with, with the feds. Mm-hmm. We're not taking it all. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. Oh, it's still okay. unconstitutional. Yeah. While Empy Reels, uh, w- while they were contesting the Kansas seizure, the San Bernardino County Sheriff started targeting vehicles, See? transporting proceeds from the, the story. state legal businesses in California. They said, hey, we need some of that over here. Yep. Again, the drivers were pulled over on flimsy reasons and never arrested or even given a citation. And again, the funds were handed over to the federal government for federal prosecutors to take through civil forfeiture. 
While MP Real provided the San Bernardino County Sheriff with detailed information showing that it was moving money from legal businesses to financial institutions, just a few weeks later, the same truck was pulled over I mean, when you, again. When you see stories like this, you really test the limits of back the blue. Yeah, you yeah, truly you do. do. You truly do. Yeah. You're really playing with fire here. And when when you get pulled over, if you're these guys or whatever, and I don't know the details here, I'm sorry, but you just say, I do not consent to you searching my vehicle. The mm. end. Get a warrant. While deputies covered up the vehicle's security cameras, so the deputies covered the cameras and then started going about their theft, the audio feed captured the true motivation for the seizures. Deputies counting the money expressed disappointment when it turned out the vehicle was carrying half the amount of cash compared to the first seizure. Unreal. Still, between the two, deputies had taken more than $1.1 million. Screw you. Again, the funds were sent to the federal law enforcement. Do we not have dash cam footage from the deputies? Yeah, they covered up. Uh, no, but oh, I mean, they covered, uh, they've covered oh, up see, the cameras of the, huh. of the vehicle they've taken the money from, but we've got to have... Uh, I mean, do they cover up all the cameras? I mean, I, I guess I, I guess when you're robbing people, you don't like cameras. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a fact, by the way. Just so we're clear. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is, that is. But can the federal government use civil forfeiture to take money from medical cannabis businesses that are legal within their state? The clear answer is no. <laughs> this is a cartel. No. Between state that's and federal. Serious. Yeah. Yeah. That's it all is. This is. While Congress has not acted to legalize cannabis on the federal level, it has instituted a hands-off policy when it comes to interfering with state legal medical cannabis operations. Uh, You know, the legal cannabis, the stuff that doesn't have the THC, the stuff that has been legalized in, I think, all but like three states or something, uh, it's legal, it's medical, it's been proven to help people with certain ailments... Like nausea during can- uh, cancer treatments, for instance, and then you're gonna you're going to penalize the company who's distributing this stuff. Uh, this is really, really ugly, really ugly. And I don't care if it is, uh, you know. There's plenty of places that you know I, I, where it's legal with with the THC. Right? I mean, so mm-hmm. what? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. recreational I, it's use. Agonizing. And in regard to the San Bernardino County Sheriff stops, California law explicitly protects MP Real and others who transport money for commercial cannabis operations. See? They're breaking the law on a state and federal level. It's got to stop. Yet they're colluding. How many times have we said that, though? And it's just, it's getting getting worse. worse. I mean, it's getting worse. The Fourth Amendment obviously does not apply anymore. No, it doesn't apply at all. Lawless. What's the Fourth Amendment is that part of something? Get out of my face! <laughs> Not anymore, really. No, I know. no. I know. Uh, it's a good question because no. Uh, I mean, there's some old I know, piece of paper or something. That's what I'm saying. That, uh, Everybody keeps referencing to. it, and yeah. that means it's meaningless. Zip. Absolutely meaningless. Uh, let me tell you about uh, preborn <laughs> abortion. As you probably know by now, is the leading cause of death in the United States. And around the whole planet, as a matter of fact, since Roe v. Wade, 63 million babies have been aborted in the U.S. alone. Nearly one in four pregnancies end in abortion. In New York City, more black babies are aborted than are allowed to be born live. Wow. Really tragic. So the Ministry of Preborn is partnering with Blaze Media 
to help rescue babies this year. And you can be a part of it. We need your help. Preborn is the direct competition to Planned Parenthood. Rather than, you know, providing abortions, they provide free ultrasounds to the women so that they can see what is in their womb. So that they can see the baby, they can see him moving, they can hear the heartbeat, uh, and it has quite an effect. As a rule, 80% of the time, after seeing the ultrasound, they choose life. So if you'd like to be a part of that, if you can spare $28, that buys one ultrasound for a woman considering abortion. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pat. Pat Gray Unleashed. I am. That's true. Uh, glad to have you here as well. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Not you. I appreciate not, it very not, much. That's that's awful you. kind of you. Not you. Not so me then. Not, Thank, not you. Me, what, what? Neither of you. Wow. I was not addressing you. I was addressing our audience. You want us to leave? Kind of hurts, I right? Don't, frankly, I don't care. <laughs> if you want to, I mean, I'm can't stop you. I'm kind of hungry. I'm I mean, going to. I'm to the point now between civil asset forfeiture <laughs> and everybody being nominated for positions in Biden's cabinet, and then people he's hired already at the Department of Energy. Oh. Hey, this new gender fluid guy uh, seems nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he he is the Department of Energy's. Spent fuel and waste disposition deputy. It's good right. gig. Yeah. Good gig. I mean, every nation worth MIT their grad. Song. Clearly, incredibly, immensely qualified for this position. Yes. Here he is talking about himself. Oh, cool. I use they and them as my pronouns. All right. And they when and them. someone uses they and them as my pronouns, I right. feel like that person is listening to me. Oh, good. That person good. Cares good. You want to feel like that. You wants do. to have a conversation. Nice blouse. It is. <clears throat> Non-binary this activist. non-binary activist explains why pronouns oh, are good. important oh, good, good. and why people need to respect them. All right. All pronouns right. are, pronouns are a, a fascinating part of modern culture. No, yeah. I don't think out. many people think about them very often until someone until, like myself or others like yourself. say their pronouns. Mm-hmm. So when I introduce myself, I generally say, hi, my name's Sam Britton. I use they and them as my pronouns, and I serve as head of advocacy and government affairs for the Trevor Project. I give this before I even give my job, actually, because it's the important way that you're going to describe me. Yeah. Not what I do, but mm-hmm. who I am. And that okay. I respect for my gender mm-hmm. is really, really important. Uh-huh. It, really, really <laughs> important. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. He's really, they really, did too, though, because he did. Really, really. From really, the yeah, moment they did. meet, you see? You got to I think he thinks. our culture has mm-hmm. built itself around an idea yeah. that the faster I can learn something about you, the faster I can um, interact with All you. Right. We are a system of speed. Okay. And so pronouns are we slowing it down with pronouns. Sometimes slow that down, right? Yeah. Like right. the assumption no. uh, makes things right. easier. Mm. Yes, thank you. We are you. every single time we meet someone, mm. immediately putting mm. some type mm. of um, judgment on them really quickly so we yeah. know how to interact with them. Right. But, but whoa, 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 that judgment whoa. could be wrong. Oh, and no. So I think oh. the hard part is. Are all these shots of other people here yeah. now? They're all this him? Isn't asking no. You no. no. Okay. This no. is right. you saying that's that's him. That's that yeah. you 
want, want to be, be respected in a specific way. way. I mean, them. I, I meant to say, are they you. them? Thank you. Are all these <laughs> other people out. them? <laughs> no, they are not. Now, look, Brenton has a suggestion. <laughs> people should introduce Things themselves with their pronouns. With pronouns, yeah. Do. Companies are, should do this. On the first day of classes, and for maybe the first day of classes, first week. Where sticker. You tell people, a pronoun people, sticker. Thank Hi, my name you. is Sam. My pronouns are they and that. Well, my yeah. name's not Sam. But why would really I tell them that? That would be a lie. I mean, it'd be stupid to wear that sticker. It'd be Many stupid. Many of us uh, will not always have the same pronouns. Right. Right. Uh, because right. Because our gender, our gender is sticker? changing. Or okay. no, our gender realization not. Changed. Our gender realization has really changed. For us to That's say true. That the flexibility of your personality aye, should be aye. something that yeah. we can respect, and the flexibility of your gender identity. Is something that we can respect. We can respect it. Yeah, what he said. Oh, look at that. Merriam-Webster's on Pronouns board. And they added confusing. they yeah. as a pronoun for single people. But if I can have the <laughs> president I... of the United States uh -huh. use my gender-neutral pronouns, <laughs> uh -huh. and then I can, you can respectfully use theirs, uh -huh. then I think we're going to be in a world mm -hmm. where everyone can be respected and everyone has everyone still responsibility can be, uh, to be respected. Have we established that he's nuts and this administration is crazy as well? Just wow. Through that? Wow. No, no. because oh. he is both a queer activist <sighs> and a specialist in handling nuclear waste. <laughs> of course, those two things often go hand in hand. <laughs> well, so, they certainly do with Sam. They do with Sam. Uh, so, uh, quite a colorful uh, character. Yeah, what, what do we know he about is, Sam? Well, we know that he's a pup handler. Yes. Excuse me? That is a gay man who okay. leads other gay men who pretend to be dogs. Correct. Okay. Uh, oh, no. All right. There's a profile in Metro Weekly to fill you in. Oh, good. Some of the excerpts. No. In the pup community. Yeah. Which I, I'm, I don't know that you're pup familiar community? with the pup community. Pup community. Uh, I mean... Uh. Not as familiar as I probably should be. I'll tell you, that's true. But I'm That's learning. true. Yeah. Pat, proceed with caution but with the I'm highlighted learning. part of that story. Okay. Handlers function the same way <laughs> dog owners do. Hello. Keeping a watchful eye on their charge and reining in the pups if necessary. Yeah, because yeah, you, you you've to. seen them with the yeah. leash and they're like, come here, you. Yeah. Uh-huh. You have to. When, they get it, when you're in the right head space, then everything's okay. It's the handlers who train the pups and teach them discipline. <laughs> Doling out real rewards or punishments based on good or bad behavior. I mean, you know the times when you Obviously. want to be treated like a dog, Pat. <laughs> no, I don't know those times. Well, Sam will help you out. Okay, I mean, those are the times. All right. You want to be, oh, help when you us. want to be when you want to put yourself. I haven't come in the across any of those of, times yet. Really? Yeah, but maybe wow. I will soon. I don't know. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Seems late in life to be, uh, you uh, know, coming across the dog tendencies. Yeah, that, but, that's interesting. They mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can you teach an old dog new tricks, Jeffy? <laughs> yes, of course. Mm. Of course you can. Mm. Sure. <laughs> so there, there, there's your introduction. I just want to thank publicly. It, it gets really good. I mean, he, uh, that's, that's really good. That story goes into depth into some really fascinating times in Sam's life. Uh -huh. I and it's awesome. I want to thank <laughs> Rob awesome. uh, who, for not putting up the accompanying picture with that story. I said, use your discretion, and I'm glad he did because... Oh, well, he's just with one of his pups. Mm -hmm. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, the one with the pup. Where's, yeah, that's yeah. the one. He's yeah, just with yeah. the pup. Yeah, yeah. Half naked and his pup's all dressed up in leather and a chain. And it's adorable. That's, it's adorable. Thank you. It's just a special Training time. a pup. 
with he and his pub. No, no, they and they're no, they, yeah, they, I'm they, sorry, they're they with it they and their pub. Right, thank you. Pat Gray. Some tweets here. Uh, Tobin for Pope campaign tweets. What's the over-under on how long it is before we start hearing about the Great Pacific Face Mask Patch? Uh, it's coming. Yeah, I see, well, I see the uh, discarded masks Everywhere. on the ground mm-hmm. all over the place. At Disney and Universal, they littered the ground. And people just take them off and throw them away on the ground. I, I tweeted something like this back in <laughs> March or April of 2020. I'll have to find this old tweet about how we're polluting the earth, it's not worth it, and blah, blah, blah. People jumped all over. Oh, you want humanity to die? I'm like, well, you know, yeah. the environment's going to mm-hmm. suffer. Mm-hmm. Ta-da! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lumby IT department tweets, I despise Cortana Viva. I get that dumb thing every morning. I'm aware of who I messaged on Teams yesterday. Thanks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but did you reply did you? None to of your business. Millie? None yeah. of your business. Maskless meandering malcontent tweets, civil asset forfeiture sounds like you're voluntarily surrendering surrendering your money. Not a government shack that sh- oh, should be shakedown. Uh, shakedown <laughs> and theft. A government shackdown would be, well, I'm not sure what that would be. I'll tell you what that is. Shakedown. No, I can tell you what that is. You can? Doesn't Shaquille O'Neal do stuff with law enforcement? Oh, oh a shackdown. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They spelled it wrong then in that particular case. Okay. Uh, rants out... <laughs> Let it go, man. <laughs> Rants out loud tweets. Civil asset forfeiture, DUI checkpoints, and red light cameras are nothing more than revenue generating activities for the oh, police for department. Sure. And all are wildly unconstitutional. That's why in Texas, yeah, they shut them down. They shut down the red light cameras. After I'd already paid a couple Fantastic. Oh, man, I, that, Fantastic. One, that one in Keller, Texas, uh-huh. nailed me a couple of times. Yeah? Yeah. I was sitting in very the. Disappointing. I was sitting in the That's, office of the Fort Worth guy who collects the money for these red light camera things, and and I was talking deep to pocket him. Pocket my the one I paid. Right, exactly. So, and I was I was telling him, boy, you know, it sounds like they're going to pass this thing. He was watching the legislature debating this <laughs> while I'm paying the ticket, and like two weeks later, it wasn't even a thing. Yeah. So you got in just under the wire to be able to pay one more fine. That's good. <laughs> that is good. That's great. That is good. <laughs> you know, I think they finally just decided somebody's eventually going to challenge this, and we know it won't hold up. Let's just get rid of it. People hate it. It's not going to work. It's not constitutional. And they finally just ended it. And there are red light cameras still. I mean, they didn't take them down. They just stopped using them. Yeah. So they're still there everywhere. Still taking pictures. As a little reminder. Mm. It's a little more. more I, it'd be interesting you. to know if they were still taking pictures. It would. It'd be interesting. Yeah, it would. I'd just like not to know. Ticketing. Because I bet they are. I bet they are too. I bet they're still watching us. You know, and they're just using it for some other purpose. Uh, all right. I know of a couple of lights on the drive here on Wednesday morning where they can put cameras up so that they can turn the lights green when I'm approaching. That'd be nice. That would. Be I'm nice. okay with that. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, gas is uh, over three dollars a gallon 
everywhere now. It's a very, mm-hmm. uh, very disheartening when five or six cars are waiting at a red light with no other cars going in the other directions, and we're just waiting for those lights to turn green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially at three thirty in the uh, morning. Yes, very. I mean, stupid. It's just stupid. Just ridiculous. It's just unbelievably stupid. Uh, the media. Why around them? For weeks, was reporting that a SpaceX rocket, Elon Musk's company, had a rocket. A wayward was, booster, yeah, yeah. Right. Was headed toward the moon. It was barreling toward the moon. It was going to crash into the moon. And uh, now we find out it wasn't SpaceX at all. Oh, who was it? It's uh, China. <laughs> it's still going to hit the moon, though. Still going to hit the they moon. They didn't change the date, March fourth. Right. Yeah, it's still right. going to hit. It's still going to hit the moon. Uh, which I want footage. I want. I that want, would be cool. I want video. Are we going to be able to see that? I don't know. It, you know. I don't think so. Uh, they I keep it. saying it's going to be on the dark side, and oh. Uh, oh, I don't really? know if we will or not. But I would love to have footage of it. Yeah. Yeah, they made an error that uh, <laughs> well, in SpaceX the looks rocket. so much. Like mm-hmm. China. <laughs> right. <laughs> so stupid. So March 4th is our big day that it's going to do yeah. the crashing. And I uh-huh. think I think I read, if I'm not mistaken, NASA has aimed a camera or something. So I think we're well, going to... Really? We've got yeah. plenty of satellites yeah. orbiting. We can, now, we can now, find a couple to knowing our luck, that way. Knowing our luck, there's going to be a UFO flying in the shot just as it's about to crash in, and then NASA will cut the feed. <laughs> That's very possible. Or we lose a couple of satellites at the same time. Yeah. Oh, darn. I mean, this thing is traveling incredibly slowly. If it's not going to hit until March 4th. Yeah. Wow. What do you, it's like obeying the speed limit on Earth? It yeah. is. So well, we're gonna, we can only go 55. Uh, yeah, we're going to crash into the moon, but only at 55 well, miles an got hour. Well, they've got those traffic cameras it up is there. Traveling the there. Right. It is traveling a, a, a tad faster than 55 miles Not much. Hour. I mean, yeah, it is. I could almost make it to the moon in two weeks at 55 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How many miles? Do the it? math on that. 50, 55 is, miles an hour. 24 hours a territory. day. What do you expect? So if we put the 18 minute together along with the 7 minute together, you got 22 minutes. You sell it with 8 minutes of ads, you got 30 minutes. Oh, it's, there, there you go. go. Okay, there you go. good. Then we're done. I rest I'm my case. I'm not going to look at the calendar here. So we're two weeks out. We're less than two weeks out. So 13 days. I'm not doing this. Also an asteroid the size of the Empire State Building is barreling toward the Earth. Yeah. And it's not going to hit us. It's going to be... It's going to pass. They say. It'll pass by seven times the distance between us and the yeah, moon. Yeah, that's what they claim. Which is over a million miles away. Mm. So it's pretty far. Come on. Uh, that's what they claim. But what do you I, mean I, they claim? claim? NASA reports uh-huh. uh, uh, say uh, unlikely. Now, if that's unlikely if, that, that it's going to hit us. us. Now, if that's NASA speak for, you know, it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. Uh, okay. Well, but yeah, the, unlikely is not impossible. No, it is not. I don't like that. I don't either. <laughs> wow. Right? I thought that was interesting wording, too. I'm glad you picked up on it. Yeah. Space tourists have flown to the International Space Station and even orbited the Earth in their own space capsule for three days. Now a group of private astronauts wants to attempt a spacewalk, one of the most dangerous things people flying in space have ever done. As soon as the end of this year, four private astronauts, including uh, Jared Isaacman, yeah, he's billionaire. Going up again. He's going that he was he's already gone up once. He yeah, he chartered uh, SpaceX's first space tourist mission last year. Could launch uh, to space aboard the company's crew dragon capsule. At some point during their five days circling the Earth, at least one of the crew members will exit the spacecraft 
for what would be the first spacewalk conducted by a non-government astronaut. Are we going to let them fight it out in the capsule to see who gets the spacewalk? I think yeah. they'll fight it out with uh, their checkbook. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. I'll give you an extra, I don't know, 250000 if you let me walk. No way. 250000 Shoot. You better start throwing some millions well, what's around. That, what's that going to cost? That's... You better start throwing some millions around. I saw where... Uh, uh, Branson's company stock went way up when they started because uh, th- that's four hundred and fifty thousand a seat, I think. Oh wow! <laughs> really? Yeah, and uh, they just they just started uh, posting uh, tickets for sale. So and one of them, I don't know if it was Blue Origin SpaceX or the Virgin Galactic. I one of them is sold out for years to come already. Yeah, on the yeah. space tourism thing. Uh like at hundreds of thousands per trip. Yeah, I think that's, they're sold out forever. That's Bezos. That's the uh, and, and, and incredible. Galactic is backed up too with. Uh, My gosh, I mean, you imagine <laughs> there are that many people with the money to spend. I know with that kind of. And cash. even if I had the money, I couldn't do it, which is really frustrating. Why? Because no fat guys guy seating. Shoot, yeah, no you know, I kept seating. thinking of you at Disney because <laughs> uh, <laughs> with the Dumbo ride. Or? Every ride, you know, they bring down that bar. I know, and you feel like I can't breathe. Yeah, I know. And I thought, boy, Jeffy, would well, they have the special. Not be able to do this. There's no fat guy seating here. I mean, I think thanks. (laughs) Um, The the uh, they have the the fat guy seating ones that they claim are fat guy seating, and those are usually up front on the front ones. They have a couple seats that are bigger. Oh, but. I've done the, the the fat shaming walk before, where you, you? where they, they you know the guy comes and he tries to push it down on you, and it, if, it, yeah. if they don't it's hear like, the if you don't get the stop. click, if you don't get the click, they fat shame you. Nope, too fat. All right, get out, and they make you walk down. It doesn't fit. You have the walk of shame, man. Uh, I've been through the walk wants of to shame. Take that walk, nobody. So just yeah, I'm too fat. I'm too fat too for fat. that seat. And everybody's on the so. ride like. Let's go, fatty. We've been waiting two hours for this ride. Beat it. Oh, there's a guy from the buffet, honey. I knew he wasn't going to fit. Hey, uh, I've been laboring over here while you guys have been talking for the last five minutes. And I do mean late. I don't know if you saw the sparks flying off the uh, calculators over here. But uh, I did the math. And I believe if you left today, Pat, you could get to the moon Mm -hmm. if you traveled 765 miles per hour. Somebody check that. Twitter, check that. So 765 oh. miles an hour. You're right. I mean, it's not yeah, that fast at slow. all. It's slow. It's really not slow. 55. Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah. It's not 55. No. I was exaggerating a tad. Oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> really? Stupids. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, I was on your side. I was saying that's very slow, relatively speaking. Don't let me in with <laughs> big boy. With fat guy seating. Yeah, with over fat guy seating over here. Yeah. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. This is such a great group of realtors. You're going to be glad you got in touch with them because this is far better than your second cousin once removed who dabbles in real estate and doesn't know the business and doesn't know what people want in a home. And so they can't advise you on whether or not you should repaint or remodel or will you get your money out of it? Who knows? These are the people who go around all day with buyers. So they know what they're looking for. And it doesn't matter what you like in your home. What you want to do is make it so the people who are prospective buyers like it. Uh, That's where realtors come in. Real estate agents, I trust. The name really says it all. This is Glenn's company. These have all been carefully vetted. They're fans of the show. So you're going to have a lot in common with them. 
realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. Huh. They found a new species of prehistoric crocodile with a young dinosaur in its stomach. Oh. Huh. Researchers finished reconstructing the skull of an ancient crocodile species in Australia and discovered its last meal in the process. <laughs> huh. 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 Uh, it's the broken dinosaur killer. Caught a young anthropod before its death. Uh, according to a new paper published in the scientific journal. Uh, and this revelation confirmed paleontologists' theories that crocodiles living in ancient history may have consumed dinosaurs. Yep. Isn't that interesting? Uh, interesting. And they'll be taking crocodile eggs, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just found... That'll learn you. They just found a dinosaur not long ago that had... A pandemic flu in its lungs. It had a pandemic it, it flu. Had a flu in its, in its lung lungs. tissue. Where huh. uh, yeah, the uh, survived the the dinosaur looked like it had survived a flu pandemic before being killed off. So it's a it had evidence of respiratory disease oh, no. similar to flu mm. was discovered in the bones of this dinosaur that they dug up. Oh. So, was there any ivermectin discovered in see? there? Well, I mean, that's that, the disease? apparently no, not because no, it died. Yeah, right. Yeah, Had it gotten it ivermectin it in it time, may have survived. Might have survived. survived. Right. You don't know that, right? I think the local T Rex who's in charge <laughs> shamed him publicly about taking. <laughs> well, yeah, he's and look what happened. You're a dinosaur. Well, you're not a horse. You're gonna take horse paste. <laughs> what a moron! And what did it get him? It got dead. Extinct. It got him dead. Yeah. That's what it got him. And killed all the dinosaurs. They died from COVID-19, and we're just finding that out They died, now. They died oh. of COVID-1. <laughs> COVID-1. <laughs> COVID-19, uh, never mind, million years 19 BC. million, yeah. <laughs> Have to be more than that. More than yeah. that, I know. I, I trapped myself, sorry. <laughs> you sure did. Sure did, dummy. Wait, uh, what is this? He's got like this inclination to call me a dummy today. I mean, I'm fine with it, but just make sure it applies. Uh, well, it does because well, you went 19 yeah. million years yeah. for dinosaurs. That was pretty uh, stupid. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that's only 46 million years too late, my friend. Okay, don't don't trap me with your fancy numbers over there. I got it. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I like this story too about a board rush. A board. He was. He was not. Uh, he was not being entertained. Apparently, at the museum, he's a Russian museum guard, and uh, he got bored during the night <laughs> and drew eyes onto a one point four million dollar painting. That's that my kind of guy. Awesome. <laughs> Look at that. And there it is. Uh, it it looks be, better. It does. It wouldn't be awesome if you owned makes that more piece sense. Of art, I'll tell you uh, that. Yeah, no. Uh, that's. Uh, <laughs> 60-year-old guard allegedly drew the eyes on uh, this avant-garde artwork, Three Figures. That's the name of it. Yeah, Three Ooh, Figures. How'd, how'd you come up with that name? Well, with I can a, tell you, dummy, it's Three Figures on it. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. Because I couldn't figure it out. You didn't see, yeah, you didn't you notice. Get that? I mean, it seems like a really creative name for it. <laughs> drew uh, Three Figures with a pen. He drew the eyes on it with a pen it during good. his first day of work at the Yeltsin Center Gallery. 
His motives are still unknown, but the administration believes it was some kind of a lapse in sanity. Hmm? <laughs> the security guard. A lapse in sanity. That's he a was, good call. He was fired and charged with vandalism. Yeah, that's too bad. I now, thought he was an artist. Now expected to cost 4600 to restore the 1930s painting, which had been on loan from, uh, from the State Gallery in Moscow. Oh, boy. That's too bad. Oh, that's interesting. There's something named after Boris Yeltsin. I know. That's what I was thinking the whole time I was reading that story. Wow, okay, that's cool. Hey, huh? Yeah, I don't think he was that popular, was he? Yeah, and Boris. He, he was the first one uh, under the new constitution, right? Yeah, it was the uh, what was it? Perestroika, right? I don't remember. Yeah, it was the whole. Uh, we're you know going to be okay with the West now. We're going to mm-hmm. get along. We're going to be friends. Yay, yeah, and stuff. Um, by the way, we have an update out of Keller, Texas here about the uh, The doll. The The doll. doll. Yeah. So go ahead and put the tweet up there. The city of Keller has uh, posted this. Thank you for sending this along here. Um, Update. Mm. Say hello to Lucy, Sarah, and and Via, our gang of sprightly teens who delivered creepy Victorian murder doll Vicky M on Wednesday night. Let's see. Uh, it says, uh, let's see. It's a Halloween prop who had been uh, freaking everyone out at the girls' home. So this team headed out after church one night uh, and put it in, fr- just wanted to get rid of it. There you go. There's the, they're <laughs> like, here. Yeah, we're going to put it here. So thank you for uh, just okay. uh, as a hippie patriot sent me that update there from Keller. Yeah, so now I'm going to have to drive by and see if it's still there. Yeah, I wonder what they've done with it. I know. If anything. It would be fun to just leave it there. Burn it. Just yeah. leave it outside. See if yeah. anybody takes it. That's what we could do is have the doll burning. Let's, I like uh-huh. that. I think we have a, a, uh-huh. a, a video to shoot today. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, another story that uh, isn't getting enough attention, and that's uh, Remington, the gun manufacturer. Yes. Settling their lawsuit with the Sandy Hook victims, families, uh, $73 million dollars. They had to pay these. I don't know how to, crazy I am about that. So they reached a settlement worth $73 million with the families of victims uh, killed in the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. How do you hold the gun I manufacturer know. responsible Thank for that? Thank you. How is this possible? I've, so many of these things that are going on now that you couldn't imagine. Uh, just a few years ago in the United States of America, and now here we are. Uh, holding Remington responsible for this ki- for the killing. Well, that's it, unbelievable. I don't know if I'd call it good news, but there's at least it's. I think it's the insurance company for Remington that ended up paying this out, if I'm not mistaken. And I guess because could, Remington's gone, like they're 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 dissolved, and so I don't know that because uh, they never admitted fault in this case. They shouldn't. Yeah, but this will set a precedent. Sure is does. the problem. See, I don't know. I think it will. Sure does. They've already talked about it. They, I mean, yeah, they're bankrupt. Uh, the gun makers, yeah. four insurers, all agreed to pay the full amount of coverage. But the attorney for the Sandy Hook, the main attorney, he talked about, uh, you know, now it, it's time that we're taking these gun manufacturers to task, and uh-huh. they're all for it. Mm-hmm. So it does set a bad precedent, man. Really bad. Yeah. Is the same thing going to happen to knife? Manufacturers, <laughs> yes. The people who get stabbed, the sue the knife manufacturer. Uh, if you have a car accident, somebody dies in it, sue Ford or GM. Uh, is that going to happen too? Because you can't. There is no way the gun manufacturer could be. As I said, that's our that's our mind thing. Today, as I said though. yesterday on the news and why, 
if you're going to hold anybody responsible for selling to a nut or the family of a nut, then you better get a hold of the FBI and sue them because yes. they're the ones who do the gun checks. Why aren't they held accountable for people Thank you. when insane people buy guns legally? And this this gun in this case was purchased legally. So I guess the FBI is accountable. Yeah, and then when you hold the federal government accountable, like you mm-hmm. say, then who gets to pay that that uh, lawsuit out? Right, you and me. Yeah, we do. And let's just yeah, uh, we do. fire up the old oh, yeah, printing so machine. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never mind on the FBI thing. Shh. <laughs> let that one slip out, didn't you? And then you go to the place where you got the gun. You go to a Cabela's or Walmart or mm. whoever. That's the world we live in that today. It's, it's that terrible. Suit. Madness. Where does it end? It doesn't. It just it just it ends doesn't. with getting these evil guns off guns the streets. Oh, yeah, street. That's where it ends, Pat. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. We need to it go back. It ends with to... getting rid of drill wrap. Oh, <laughs> and thank getting you. these men off those those uh, raw materials used to manufacture the guns. We yeah. need to go after right. those companies. Right. And what about the influences that these kids have in video yes. games? Wait, no, we can't talk Thank about you. that because that involves a, a different industry that we don't want to get into. Mm-hmm. And we certainly don't want to talk about Hollywood movies where they're killing, you know, 150 oh, people silly. during Everybody a two-hour period of time. Real. Those aren't real. Everybody <laughs> knows it. That doesn't have any influence over anyone unless they're smoking in one of those movies. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. we've got to eliminate that from the movie. That'll do it. But. The That's gun, it, the gun violence doesn't affect anybody, anytime, anywhere, anyhow. Okay. None of it makes sense, does that it? Does a good lesson here. Seriously, sense. doesn't make Thanks a bit of sense. It out. Not a lick of sense. Uh, and then, uh, I love the fact that supposedly Tesla paid zero dollars in taxes last year. Now Elon Musk himself right. owes eleven billion dollars. Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> billion dollars well that's not his fair share i wonder i wonder how much it would be uh in order for elon musk to pay a fair share of taxation because that's 200 billion yeah probably would that do it though i don't know he's still got 30 left i know (laughs) so i think he's got more than that and i love in the story that it says tesla paid zero taxes and then you uh scroll down a bit into the middle of this paragraph and it says on its foreign profit Tesla will pay seven hundred million in income taxes. So that's a little bit different than zero. It is. It's, it's, <laughs> it just it, it didn't it happen is. to go to this government. It's going to separate governments, but they're still paying seven hundred million in taxes. Uh, plus, do they pay taxes all year long, right, on withholding? And then at the end of the year, you're not paying extra. So is that what they're talking about by paying like zero. zero in taxes? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Do you trust know. Elon Musk to spend $11 billion the way he sees fit or the federal government? Oh, are you kidding me? There's I mean, the no contest there. Oh, no. Yeah, because look it, how many there right? are as opposed to just one guy, too. That's so, yeah, you're right, Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. And we've seen what the federal government Thank spends you. their money yeah, on. It's really, really like, like make a lot good of good choices. Stuff. Good a lot stuff. of good choices, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, okay. And music means, of course, it's the end of the show. So, go Feds. Yay! Yay! We will uh, see you back here bright and early uh, tomorrow or, you know, whenever you download your podcast. So, there you go. See you tomorrow.